Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. We are pleased to present a series of interviews recorded live and in person at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. On this episode, we sat down with Susan Gully, Rutherford County CVB's Director of Cultural and Heritage Tourism. There's an art and science to tourism and hospitality. It's hard to think of another industry that brings together so many diverse subjects, topics and culture, from business and marketing to events, arts and entertainment. It doesn't hurt when someone has a genuine interest in history, culture and art. It just makes it easy to sell what you love. A fellow Disney fanatic and artist, I had a great time chatting with Susan, and I hope you enjoy the conversation as well. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks. I want to just start out with a quick and easy question here. Just uh, tell me who you are and a little bit about yourself. Sure, I'd be glad to. My name is Susan Gully. I am actually relatively new to the, quote, tourism department and the industry. However, I've been a tourist for many, many years. You love to travel? I love to travel. My husband and I travel domestically and internationally every year. I work for the Rutherford County CVB right here in Murfreesboro. Mm -hmm. And and this is the location of the 2021 Governor's Conference on Tourism and Hospitality. And so she, she represents the CVB that is essentially the front lines organization for marketing this this area and this destination this community they also work to develop partnerships and tractions and partners uh, throughout the area so she is responsible for all of that and uh, I was just talking earlier that you know I've had several memories here at this hotel and, and in this area for many years we would do uh, conferences with Tennessee tourism and they would often come here yes uh, in fact I think I remember honestly when this was built and they had had an event early on in that process uh, uh, or early on in that year to, to sort of uh, uh, celebrate that but so it is actually quite lovely to be back here and with you all now that the world has reopened exactly Rutherford County is since most people don't know counties we are Murfreesboro Smyrna Eagleville Laverne and yeah. other rural areas um, so About we're 30 minutes from Nashville exactly Middle Tennessee uh, State University is here which is the largest university in the state of Tennessee Excellent. and we are Excellent. the actual geological center of the state so and for at one point was the capital for right way 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 back when way before you and I yes <laughs> well I, I bring that up because we're, we're this is a wonderful year we're celebrating 20 years of design sensory but it's also 225 years for the state of Tennessee. absolutely you know I know you mentioned that you're potentially a little bit new to this role but as an avid traveler do you have any mem- memorable moments in travel or travel or tourism in the last 20 years absolutely so my role as at the Convention and Visitors Bureau is I'm the Director of Cultural and Heritage Tourism and really all that means is music, art, and history. So I'm an artist, I'm an art instructor, I'm a musician, I teach drama. I'm in my mid-50s so for 40 plus years we've traveled, my husband and I and family, and we generally find the museums, the local haunts. The locals know the best places to eat, so you get conversations started at little cafes wherever you might be and you find out where they would eat. Yes, so we are very much about that. And the reason we don't travel just because we think it's fun, it makes the the world a smaller place, so we get to know more about people around the world, therefore we understand each other better. I love, I love where you're heading with this because it sort of tees up what, really what I've been thinking about for a while. You know, you, you hear a lot about the effects 
of the last 18 months. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of discussion on the economic fallout. There's certainly a lot of conversations around, you know, masking, distance, COVID, and all the vaccines. But one of the things I've been very uh, interested in is the sociology and psychology of things that are happening right now with people. There were some stats that were just glaring to me. For example, uh, I've seen a four, uh, they say there's a 4x increase in the the level of mental health yes. problems, anxiety, withdrawnness, things like that. And so you sort of bring up a very interesting point. You know, travel is, uh, I mean, I think it actually is recognized as a human right. It's a human need because it's the celebratory portion of things that we do, right? So we're talking about 20 years prior, the month after 9-11, my husband and I flew to Germany because it was the safest time to travel. Everybody was being very careful. Yeah. However, we just weren't going to let it stop what we thought was a basic need for us. We learned a lot on that trip. You, you made some precautions. I actually and just... Smartly and safely. Exactly. Yeah. I just actually returned from Bulgaria and Romania a week ago. Wow. And COVID was an issue because we had to have, you know, vaccines and cards and masks and all the different yeah. things. And it was a little bit more difficult, but it was still worth it to go through it to go. Yeah, and I, it's, it's interesting you say it like that because to sort of flip the cliche, right, if, if something's easy, it's generally not worth that much, right? You're absolutely right. And so it's if you elevate it to being something meaningful, then you might actually have to work at it a little bit. Right. So my job at the CBB started the first day of shutdown. So I stepped into <laughs> a new role with no budget, no office personnel. Wow. We were home for a while this and no like tourism. Yeah, year. it was uh, March 16th and no no tourism to go to, right? right? So what we did or what I did instead of just like sitting on my laurels was, okay, so let's get the, the artists have no place to go either. The musicians don't have a venue to play at. Right. The artists don't have a gallery to show in. Right. Um, communities that probably have been impacted particularly hard. Very hard, yeah. yes. And I'm also part of a nonprofit that has a cafe, so restaurant industry, all right. of it. Right. So what we did was we got the creatives-minded people together via Zoom, and we realized that that's the celebratory and the hope portion of tourism. You know, people, unless you're Opryland Gaylord, you don't travel to see the hotel, right? right? We right. traveled and stay in a hotel to see the other things yep. or participate in the other things. Right. So if we couldn't do that for a while, how can we still see the things, create the things, be involved and connect, uh, and, connect and be socially distant? It was a little bit harder, but it was well worth it. And, you know, the rest of us didn't stay home and practice our math. We practiced more painting or somebody learned how to make biscuits or culinary or something like that. So that's all part of tourism because it's your livelihood, your livability, right. what makes a place unique. I think a lot of times if people are in the, not in the industry don't understand how wonderful it is to be able to overlap your vocation, your advocation, things you can do, like to do, what you're passionate about and what potentially can be economically viable for exactly. somebody. Exactly. They all come together, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Just out of curiosity, outside of drama and history, what uh, you mentioned you're also an artist do you paint i do i build sets for musicals so i'm a what yeah i'm just that power girl power wow i am a uh, tool girl impressed. <laughs> that, that brad's over here with his mouth like open right. that's awesome so um obviously theater wasn't happening so i didn't have anything to build or paint right. um and the schools 
you know, I usually do it for schools. So guess what? I learned how to do something new. You know, I I went a different direction. I started to learn how to do a mosaic. I did some other things. Um, Make the most of that time. mm -hmm, Yep. Well, that's kind of where, you know, we were sort of going anyway with some of these questions is, you know, what have you learned from the adversity and the challenges of the last 18 months? It's interesting. We haven't had someone on yet that started their career, you know, started, started in the industry literally the, at the beginning of, of I actually pandemic. had three first days <laughs> so I came the very first day I got my name badge and this is your office and then we had a uh, you know company-wide meeting and our president sent us home we didn't have laptops or anything at that time wow. so we couldn't really technically work from home right. I've obviously I had my own laptop so figured out some things to do right. because of the whole situation we've actually increased the productivity of our very small department we unfortunately had to let a few people go but we had to up our game so now the whole our whole team has you know laptops they can work from anywhere on the road if they're at a conference or a trade show and also you know if we're sent home we've been working with you guys to work on a new website which mm-hmm. is one of the most challenging things that you do ever as a company oh yes because not only are you building things and trying to figure yes. out what you want to say in your website you know you're really digging down into your psyche to know oh, what's yeah. your brand what really is your brand oh it all comes together in that exercise it does you know one that i might add has always broken design sensory <laughs> when we've had to do our own work on yeah. It. yeah it makes you think about things that you take for granted and don't think about very often oh, absolutely um yeah. so you're kind of analyzing things well right? i think it also turns up a lot of other people who don't normally think about that too uh-huh right, right. So. and so it makes you put yourself in the third person yes. uh who what what would you want, need if you were a tourist? Right. And also, before I started this job, I didn't really think of the word tourist or tourism. Because right. when I travel, I want to be a part of that community or right. that village for the period of time that I'm there. Yeah. So I try really hard to learn a few words. So I'm not really breath. great. I'm not bilingual. I, I, I'm Southern English. That's about it. But Where um, are you from originally? I'm from Nashville. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I moved. To, my family moved to Brentwood when there was one gas station. Well, and see, so. this is what's very interesting. Uh, again, for those out there who don't know, I mean, Nashville is going through a huge, huge growth spurt and has been for... Yes. You know, my whole life. Yeah, five, <laughs> ten years. I mean, it, it's been an incredible rise. Uh, a lot of folks from both the east and west coasts have discovered the southeast, and in particular Nashville and this area in Tennessee. And so, uh, where I'm going with this is that here in Rutherford, again, you know, on a, on a good day, somewhere between 15 to, to to 40 minutes away from Nashville downtown, you are well positioned for for the 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 type of traveler or or, or group that that kind of wants to do the city or urban thing and then peel away and get into history, get into the arts, and even for that matter, further away and maybe get into nature a little bit. I mean, you really do have a nice platform. We have a little bit of everything. And my previous job, I was running an arts education nonprofit. Before that, I worked uh, import-export for Nissan. So Nissan Manufacturing here in Smyrna. And that conversation was a lot with overseas people, you know, so Japan. Yeah. Uh, Laotian, Malaysia, lots of different countries. So obviously that's part of my passion anyway. The reason that manufacturing is located here is because it's eight hours within a drive of everywhere in the United States, basically. Maybe not California, but yeah. yeah, But that's why we're here. Yeah. So we can go to the beach. We can go to the mountains all in just a few hours. Right. Yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, as well with the international airport at, at, in Nashville too, that that exposes uh, absolutely you to a lot of opportunities. Yes, in other words, there's no excuse. 
Yeah. There's really no excuse to not be flexible and find something to do. And, and you know, we sort of talked a little bit of job talk with some people here. It, it, you're looking at, at how to diversify and target newer audiences yes. right now, right? In yes. Terms of your playbook moving forward um, and trying to be able to look at how you can target those folks as they explore Nashville and some of the other surrounding areas so that they can come here. Yes, I mean, we're big, we're big sports state as well, you know, so I mean, if you can do a ball game, uh, go see, we have over over 90 murals in just Rutherford County, Wow. go see some art, you know, eat some fabulous southern food, or not southern food, because we have every ethnic type of food possible here. Um, I think it's a pretty good package, right? So my, I guess my final word would, would say about travel is don't let a challenge stop you take it as a, a challenge the journey right exactly it's part of the journey because your destination is not the end of your travel right? right it's the journey to get to the destination right. and then come back always take the long road home right uh, always always <laughs> so what you know i know that the theme here is moving forward How, what does the future hold you think and we're not going to just get rid of covid you don't want to live with it yeah and i guess that's what you're sort of saying is that you just have to look at this as part of normal life and keep moving forward, right? Right. Research what you need to do to be medically safe, but also research what's going to help a community. If you recognize that local businesses need you to come eat or order out or pick it up at the drive-thru, whatever that, that might be, exactly. Yeah. Maybe it's not what you did 15, 20 years ago. Right. Just create a new experience for yourself. That's 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 actually great. Be a part of be, be part of the change. Be a part of the solution. Absolutely. Be a part of the support. Uh, all right. So to just wrap, what is your, you know, you just mentioned a big and beautiful trip here recently, but... But, you know, assuming the world does open up a little bit more and it does become a little bit easier, what is your sort of big post-pandemic adventure that you and your husband hmm. are Well, we've already booked our, our trip to Alaska for next August. Oh, wow. We have... Have a, you been before? I have not been to okay. Alaska. Yeah, I've only have eight more states. Also, go, wow. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to Alaska. Um, we have a big family trip to Walt Disney World with the grandbabies that will finally be tall enough to ride everything next October. <laughs> That's awesome. That's been planned for two years already. We've got a trip after that planned for Cambodia and then a trip after that planned for Africa. So I've got four years already kind of planned out of big Bad. trips. She's putting us to shame here, man. <laughs> Well, those are big trips, right? But in the yeah. meantime, I don't wait a whole year to re- refresh, you know. So we're going to go to San Antonio, see some things we haven't seen yeah. there. We we did our 20th anniversary Beautiful actually city. in Nashville. Yeah. We did a staycation and we pretended to be a tourist for a while. 20th which anniversary was for your, 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 my husband, your husband and I. Wow, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, so that was amazing. you got to be a tourist in your own town or what else? I mean, you don't know what's there. Absolutely. There's always something to explore and discover. Right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And we'd Thanks for asking. And we'll again in the future. I'll be more than happy to. All right. Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism is an original podcast brought to you by Design Sensory. We are a full-service integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nother. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. 
Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory. 